up guys it's friday august 13th it's friday the 13th didn't even realize it gone all day though haven't had bad luck so we're just gonna roll with it (laughs) we're just gonna keep going how y'all doing i didn't do an episode last week shame on me my last episode was a interview with uh angelo mccardle who i always love having on Always a great discussion with Angela McCardle. Uh, and we talked a lot about uh, oh, her run for Libertarian Chair, a lot of changes that need to be made, the current political landscape, and all of that jazz. So if you haven't watched or listened to that episode, I implore you, go back and do just that. And uh, get yourself some knowledge. Get yourself some knowledge on that. Um, because it was a great episode. I do have a couple of interviews I'm working on scheduling. Uh, one of uh, one of them with uh, Olivia Rondau. If you don't know who that is, crawl out from the rock that you live under uh, because she is a great, uh, a great conservative slash maybe kind of mildly libertarian voice on Twitter, uh, and I'd love to talk with her. And I've got a couple other uh, couple other ones in the back pocket that are coming down the pike. But uh, this week, I really wanted to do something completely different because politics is tiring. Uh, absolutely, politics is tiring. And it, 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 that's always been true of the subject. You can't be hyper-focused and, and, and just sticking with politics because of... Just how insane things get, okay? Right now in the world, there's lots of there's lots of crazy things going on between uh, coronavirus, variants, vaccination mandates, and uh, and the and the debate continues to go on and on with people, and it's very very it's very vitriolic, it's very uh, spite filled. A lot of it is fueled by politics and. It you know it's sad when people argue about it. Uh, they say don't get political about this, but really from the start, uh, it, it was made to be political from from both sides of the aisle. I know people don't want to hear that. I know some people really hate hearing the both sides of the aisle argument, but it's uh, what you're going to get from me uh, because it's because it's facts because it's true. Uh, but d- despite that, despite that going on. Despite uh, uh, nine billion other things that that we could focus on too, like uh, the troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, 
and the massive failures uh, of the United States over the past 21 years in that crusade. Uh, and even from there, how to handle things economically, the big infrastructure bill that's getting passed, it's billions of dollars. Uh, I'm just, I'm just burnt out a little bit. I'm, I'm so tired of, you know, talking about the same things over and over and over again, the ones that are, and I'm, I'm not trying to belittle the fight on that end for libertarians who are out there maybe, you know, thinking what, you know, what's going on here what you know, what this first couple of minutes, what the hell is he talking about? I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of really just hyper-focusing on these things, um, seemingly getting nowhere with it, and I, I need a break. I need a mental health break. And uh, I figured one of the ways that I could do that, one of the ways that I could really switch gears a little bit, uh, is, uh, you know, reviewing a product or service that I use. Uh, so that's that's what this episode is going to be. It's going to be me doing a little bit of an overview of, of something. It's not going to really touch up on politics so much. And I'm hoping that it's a refreshing break uh, because I don't review things really unless I'm impressed with them, unless, like, it's something... Unless I'm impressed by them in a positive way or I'm so blown away with how horrible it is that I think people need to know about it. But I, I will touch up uh, just a little bit on, I guess, a political sense of things. Um, so this stems back when my wife and I, my family, we uh, we decided, you know, uh, COVID, with how much COVID was making the world suck, and really how, you know, horrible things were. Uh, you know, I had, I, I was in a position where I couldn't really complain too much. Uh, I don't like to complain about things if there's, if, if I have blessings to recognize. And if there's something I can recognize throughout a whole pandemic that shut the world down, that put people in uneasy positions, not knowing whether or not they were getting their next paycheck not, you know, facing, you know, financial hardships and things of that nature. I had to count my blessings that my job didn't stop. I was still expected to come in every day. My paycheck still flowed. And, you know, that's, the, you know, whether whether I like it or not, whether I love my job or not, that is a blessing to take into consideration with all that had happened. Another blessing was that even though the housing market went topsy-turvy, there was things to utilize and people to go to in that market where we were able to do something very, very beneficial for our family, like selling our old house, making a profit, being able to wipe out a bunch of debt in the process, and getting into a house that was much bigger, much better, much more suited to our needs on a plot of land that is helping us explore our interest and passions in farming and homesteading and, you know, raise, raising chickens and things of that nature, which I've touched up a little bit on uh, throughout the last couple of months. Uh, in in moving, though, um, back at my old house, we had dropped down to one car. I had my 2020 Kia Soul, which is still on a lease right now, uh, and this is just one of the downsides of not 
you know, of going with something at the time that you think is a good idea, and then late, maybe later it doesn't end up being such a great idea. We dropped down to one car, 2020 Kia Soul, on a lease, which means, you know, there's mileage limitations on there. Back at the old house, going to work was like a, a 10, 15 minute uh, 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 drive, uh, zipping to work, you know, maybe 10 miles if that. And so, what, 10 miles a day, 10 miles there and back a day, 20 miles. That's how I looked at, you know, setting the lease up for that car. <laughs> then I moved and that commute became, you know, 47 miles to and 47 miles from. You just, we'll call it 50. 50 miles to, 50 miles from. My commute went from being a 10 to 15 minute commute to about a 50 minute commute, which I don't mind the commute at all. I really don't. I, I, I for, for a while, I thought, you know, I would dread it. I don't. I really don't. I'm used to it. I, I am, if anything, I'm a creature of habit and I become very, very used to routine. So, uh, you know, I can say that much. Uh, but I'm taking my lease car to and from work. And that also means that my wife and kid get left at home with no vehicle. And especially if there's no immediate family around, like there was upstate where we lived. Um, where any family member, any given family member was about 10 minutes away. Well, now they're 45 minutes away or 40 minutes away. A little bit more of a stretch, um, to say the least. So we were left in an uncomfortable position. I have a lease vehicle that I'm driving every day, even though we fully intend to buy the car uh, at the end of the lease. Because it's a great car. It's great on gas mileage. It gets like 35 miles to the gallon. Uh, which is mighty impressive, I think, for a car that's not even a hybrid. Uh, so that that's a benefit right there that we wanted to keep it. Uh, it's a 2020, so it's got all the bells and whistles. Uh, it's the top trim. So th- those are things that were in our consideration for wanting to keep it. Uh, but uh, now we're in now we're in a predicament where we live further away. We need a second family car. And really, really, because we live on a, you know, little even though it's an acre, we're treating it like a farm. We're we're constantly buying potting soil, topsoil, mulch, uh, big, you know, wood, other supplies, uh, and we're trying to stuff it in the back of a little Kia Soul, or we're trying to stuff it in the back of a little Kia Soul. While we're taking my daughter to and from too, and if not, nah, we uh, yeah, we can pull the car seat out, drop the back seats, and we have a little more cargo space. But still, uh, uh, it's very very tricky, right? Either that, or I'm stuck left renting the Lowe's truck, which is you know it's a Chevy, I don't know, it's a Chevy Silverado, but um, but I, I'm tired of renting that truck because a, a truck rental, as you know, is trash. Um, people smoke up in them. It smells like smoke. It's sticky everywhere. They're not cleaned on the inside because, you know, it's 20 bucks to rent it for 90 minutes. So that got a little tiring. So the big problem with this, though, is uh, I'm going to pull up this in Chrome. Uh, As you can see, used car price hikes may soon be over from CNN. Uh, Slate Magazine used car prices are finally running out of gas. Uh, Yahoo Finance, don't buy a car just yet, says Rondo CEO. 
U.S. inflation data show the used car bubble has finally burst, but you might want to pump the brakes. Uh, Insider, the biggest reason to worry about runaway inflation just evaporated, referring to the car market. Uh, Consumer prices rise 5.4% annually in July from Fox News. Among a host of other things, um, the used car market has been terrible in the quarantine times. Uh, in, In these times of COVID, the used car market has been just as insane uh, as the housing market, which I told you, at least I took advantage of the housing market. I was able to sell my old home for far more than I bought it for, wipe out debt, get into a house that I really, truly love, that my family really, truly loves. And I think it's important. And I had trustworthy people with loan officers and, and realtors uh, that I had used prior, five years ago, um, six years ago now, uh, that were able to help me navigate this market and be able to not get screwed, um, which is a great thing. The car market just is insane. Part of the reason why it's insane is because of chip shortages. So brand new cars rolling off the line, especially these, these later models from, you know, probably 2015 and up, especially past 2015 and more recently into the 2018s, 19s, 20s, and 21 models, uh, they're computer heavy. These things are relying on computer chips uh, that can, you know, do a host of things, whether it's your infotainment system, but it's far beyond just your infotainment system. It is the thing, you know, these chips uh, go into, you know, your car being able to uh, give you a breakdown of, uh, of your miles per gallon, um, of your fuel economy. I knew the word would come to me. Among other things, uh, you know, you have blindside detectors, you have uh, lane keeping assists, uh, which, you know, my, my 20, my, my lease car has all that. It has all the bells and whistles that you can have uh, in a frontline car, the only exception is it doesn't park itself, which I really don't, I don't care for something like that, but it doesn't park itself. Oh boy. But honestly, it's loaded up with computer chips. A lot of uh, cars are just loaded up with computer chips now. Chip shortages means, guess what? Inventory is down. And if inventory is down and people are knowing that the inventory is down from that kind of a shortage... It means that they're very, very reluctant to buy new cars, and newer cars are having trouble getting fixed, getting recalls addressed when it comes to these things. And it drove up the used car market. Um, People really sought and desired used cars, and so the prices went up and up and up. So as I break down into what I'm about to tell you, you might not want to explore the option that I'm going to give you, but... You're going to want to keep it in the back pocket, I think, at least anyway, after I tell you my experience about it. Uh, but but I digress. Um, at the end of the day, doesn't matter how the prices were. My wife and I agreed we needed to pull this trigger and get um, a second vehicle. And so in attempting to do this, I visited pretty much like all the local dealerships within my area. 
And, uh, you know, there was something, you know, my wife originally wanted a Jeep Wrangler. There's a lot of you out there who are going to be like, hell yeah, I love my Jeep Wrangler. Or, oh my God, it's a cult. Stop everybody. Wranglers suck. It's whatever. We, we both like Jeep Wranglers. I would love to have a Jeep Wrangler, something that you can rip the doors off and the roof off and you have this big honking huge thing. I don't care about its fuel economy. I care about off-roading, going mudding, um, and, you know, just doing stupid customization crap and going to Jeep events. You know, I think that's cool. I really think it's cool. But regardless, we started with that. Um, and looking at used Jeep Wranglers, wasn't even worth it. Uh, all the dealerships told us, yes, we have them on the lot, but if you want one, let's talk about building one new. And every one of them said that, but the incentives for them are down. There's no deals. There's no good financing or lease options for them. So it really makes it like, you know, you're SOL. And we quickly figured out, you know what? We're not going to, we're not going to be able to get a Wrangler because it would, it would, doesn't make sense to buy a used one because the prices are about the same as used or as, as new ones. And I'm, when I say that, I mean that legitimately. Uh, ones with 25, 35, 45, 55,000, 60,000 miles, and even higher into the 80 and 90,000 miles were just as much as a brand new one with nothing on it that you could get custom built. Now that's crazy. That is truly crazy. So we started looking at other options at the local dealerships. Now the caveat with this is that I hate dealerships. Lots of people hate dealerships because when you go in, there's this high pressure sales game. You go in, you tell them what you want. They kind of finagle with it a little bit and they try to direct you on a path of something outside of maybe what you want. You tell them you want a a $350 car payment They show you some models. They have you test drive it, see if you fall in love with it. Then they sit you down at that desk, right? They sit you down at that desk. They say, how much do you have for a down payment? Do you have a trade-in? Yada, yada. Now, for those of you out there that have money and are made of money, great. I'm glad that you can go into a dealership, plop cash, and walk away with a car without a payment. Cool. Good for you. Not all of us are that fortunate. Some of us who could do that, still go the option of financing uh, because that way we're not sucking up every last dollar that we have to, to get the car. You know, I get it. We can have arguments about depreciation and all that crap, whatever. Not doing that. Not doing that. But back to the original point. You go in, you say you want like a $350 car payment. They have you test drive that car. They have you fall in love with that car. They sit you behind the desk. They then get on the line. Get on the line <coughs> with the banks. Which, yes, I know. You can always go to a, a bank yourself or a credit union, secure the, the financing, and then go to the dealership and say, no, I got the financing, screw you. Another way to screw with the uh, high-pressure sales, if you really want. But then they you know, they do that thing, they get on the line, they come back, okay, I got your car payment at you know 380 And you're like, okay, um... I said 350. Some people don't. Some people look at that as as petty or or whatever. They just go with the flow. But I I don't. I never do. 
I always I always hard nose these dudes. Uh, they come out. Ooh, uh, got you at uh, three eighty. I don't think you understood me. I said three fifty and not a dollar more. And then they go back. Okay, hold on. And then they they, they do the jaw jacking. They come back. Okay, I got you at uh, <clears throat> got you at three seventy. You start getting up out of your chair. Oh, they go back again. Maybe they get you close to that ballpark number that you're looking for, but a lot of times they don't. A lot of times it's still over whatever you said. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck? And, and it wastes your time. It's a huge waste of time uh, doing that. I hate it. I hate it. So after going around the dealerships and finding that the, uh, the inventory sucked, um, we didn't want to do something brand new and, uh, you know, what, you know, what else were we going to do? I always keep things in mind and try to branch out. And that's where I came to Carvana. I don't know if you know Carvana or if you've heard of Carvana. It's the online dealership that has a plethora of used vehicles. It's the same concept as a uh, CarMax. I believe CarMax does the same uh, style almost, but but uh, Carvana popped up. Now the thing with Carvana is that uh, I don't know anybody personally who's used it. So what do I do? I go to the internet. Uh, I go to the internet. I start looking at people's different reviews and overviews of Carvana. This happens when I ask anybody anything about anything, literally. This is exactly what happens. Roughly 50% of the people that I ask had a great or a good experience and recommend it. 50% of the other, about the other 50%, absolutely hate it, caution you and urge you against it, and will never use that service again. So if it's a 50-50 split, that's not helpful. It's You might as well just sit here with a coin and flip it, heads or tails, whether you're going to use something or not. But let me show you Carvana, just in case you haven't, okay? So I actually have an account, and uh, I have a dashboard here with, uh, with the vehicle that I got, um, which will, you know, it'll show me a couple of different things, like... Uh, for instance, I picked a vehicle. Um, if, if a vehicle has an issue, I can actually hit a button right here to look at resolving those issues. I have a seven-day money-back guarantee that is going to expire in the next couple of days. Um, on uh, uh, your la My last day to notify them is uh, 8-15. Uh, for that, so uh, I, I can call, and uh, let's just say at the end of the day, at the end of this seven-day period, I don't like the car, and I'm like, hey, you know, take it back. I can call them up. They will come pick up the car. They're helping me out with vehicle registration, all right, and they have limited uh, vehicle protection. Um, they tell you the warranties on the vehicle itself and whether or not they are expired or still active uh and and uh limited warranty where you can uh get coverage for things uh that that might pop up 
wrong with the vehicle in this 100-day period. So that's great. The dashboard is great. Your, the account that you can create on the website is very, very great and uh, has a plethora of resources to you. So I wanted to show you that. Um, I can't show you the car. I can't show you my exact car's page because I, you know, I bought it, so it's not on their, their thing. But if you go to search cars, you'll see up, up here at the top, you can type in and search uh, make makes, models, keywords, whatever. Uh, but one of the great features I think that's on here is that you can go, you can hit this button here for payment and price. You can do flat price, or you can hit financing. You can say that I have 1500 cash down, and I want my payment to be, you know, let's just say 450 a month. Throwing a number out there, 455 is fine. As you can see, with these filters in place, if you create an account too, you can see that uh, you could be pre-approved for the financing. You can also add a car for trade-in value to affect these prices. And you can see... Right here on the bottom, there's 26,000 cars that are in my budget. <clears throat> Excuse me. AKA, this is the largest body of cars that you can look at because the dealership's not going to have, even, even visiting most of your local dealerships, isn't going to give you an expansive inventory like this. But then you can break it down even further. Um, and you can see how the options are broken down. This is just with those with that filter applied. We can go into make and model. Um, we can go. I ended up getting a Chevrolet, so let me hit that Chevrolet. I got a Colorado <clears throat> uh, Crew Cab, so I'm going to hit Colorado Crew Cab, and it even can show you different trims by selecting that. Uh, we're going to let my <clears throat> very, very slow internet right now load because there's a thunderstorm going on. Uh, so hopefully it doesn't get knocked out in the middle. But now you can see, oh, now I have Chevy Colorados that are with that are already within my payment price with a down payment. Um, and it's, it's going to show you different options like this one up front. That's $40,000. It shows you mileage um, down in the bottom left hand quarter. So this one has 52,000 miles. Uh, it shows it with, it'll be $628 a month. That is not within the monthly payment. So that got jacked, I guess, because I was looking by make and model. So if I go to 1500 down, I filter this back to, what did I say, 450, 455. So let's go 460. We'll just touch those two. So this is financing, and then we'll click back onto the main page. So look, okay, now the parameters are in. So now it's showing me Chevy Colorados that are within the payment that I wanted with 1500 cash down. And you can see it's showing me all these different makes and models. Uh, all of them are crew cab, though, because that's what I selected. And it'll show you these ones uh, up at the top. These uh, first four options have pictures. Uh, these other ones don't have pictures available yet because they probably just picked them up on the lot. And then these ones down here in red, they're showing you ones that purchases are in progress on because lots of people don't go forward with their purchase 
and you can be the next one in line to get the car if it comes back onto the market. So let me pick, I'll pick this black one here at $27,000. You click this, and then sometimes you'll get this pop-up and it'll say um, <clears throat> that they work with their partner. Um, so this is a partner and not Carvana specifically, but they do the same thing. They have a very detailed, comprehensive look. You can do a 360 spin around of the car. And as you can see, these yellow, little yellow boxes are popping up. These are areas of concern. It'll show you scuffs. And you can enlarge these pictures, and it'll show you exactly where the scuffs are. So this is scuffs on the outer mirror right there. Uh, you can... Click back to the main body, and it'll show over here we have scratches. So if you click that, the picture will come up, and we've got scratches right there. But then we can keep going and looking at the vehicle. Go back to the 360. Close that out. Good job. Spin around. It'll show you um, other areas of interest. If this had, like, a tow hitch, there would be a blue button down here to show you that it has a tow. Spin around to the front. Look, there's no other areas of concern that they're showing for the outside. And then if you hit view interior, it'll go inside. This is the actual interior of the car. This is not a this is not a rendering or a mock-up. It'll show you how many keys come with the car. And this is what I was talking about on the outside. It'll show blue as an area of interest. So up here, it'll show this. It'll say that's the odometer. So they're saying that this vehicle has 29,000 miles. You can click on the picture. And boom, you'll see right there in the middle, it sure does have 29,000 miles. Uh, click back in. We can go back to the 360. The other blue here, it's got the backup camera, and it just shows you that it has a picture of the backup camera. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking at this and thinking like, oh, this is some 3D mock-up rendering. This is in the inside of the vehicle. This is the actual inside of the vehicle. It's a 360 picture of the inside of the vehicle. And uh, it looks all right looks all right now let me click back real quick and just see if i can find one that is in their actual possession and not in their marketplace i bought one that was from them directly not from a marketplace or a shared thing so i'll just click this 2016 for 27 so this is how the carvana cars pop up so they're all like this and this is the outside picture we're swiping around in the 360, we got ooh, we got a marking on the hood here. Chips. Same thing. Enlarge the picture. It'll show the chips. Sometimes you can see them out in the picture. Sometimes you can't, depending on what it is. Flip to the side. It'll show you light scratches. Light scratches. Back here, it does have a tow hitch. Usually it has a, a marking there to show you that it has a tow hitch. And then if you hit open doors, it goes into a 360 picture with all the doors and the hatch open. Again, not a rendering. This is the exact car. Anything in the tr truck bed. So it's a very, very detailed uh, website that they have. They, they give you a comprehensive look at the car. Uh, you can look down here. It'll show you the, the individual pictures that they have, or the still pictures that they have, rather. They'll tell you how many keys come with the vehicle, if it comes with anything special tell you when you can get it delivered or pick, picked up. You go into uh, vehicle details. It'll give you all the different specs, the basic information, the, the VIN number, 
installed packages, standard equipment, all all that jazz. And then it'll give you the breakdown of uh, what could be your monthly payment and financing options. <coughs> so this one with four hundred dollars down could be four fifty five or four fifty four a month. Uh, and it does include your tax title and registration, free shipping, um, no bogus fees, and your cash down payment. And that is pretty good breakdown of the website and how it is. And then it's easy. From there, if you decide, I want this car, you click buy. You go through all the processes you know that you have to fill out. And you're rolling. It's really that simple. Now, uh, just to give you a better look, we'll go through uh, we'll go through my car. So, actually, I'll hit this one photos. So, <clears throat> by the way, shipping it to my house was free. There was no hidden fees in that or anything. Uh, I could have picked it up from a Carvana uh, vending machine location, which are real things, but that would have cost me about an extra five hundred dollars. And why am I going to do that, right? So. My car came uh, in the pouring rain. Uh, that's the Carvana truck. <coughs> Excuse me. Pulled up into my neighborhood, and uh, the guy backed it off. The truck, and in fact, I have a video that I can show you of the car getting backed up. Let's go to the full screen here. I know I'm I'm all sorts of random. This is the this is the car getting backed up uh, from. There it is. Give me full screen, man. Here's the video of him backing up the car. And I posted this on social media so people saw it. Um, but it's pouring rain. And this poor fella uh, doesn't know how to back trucks into driveways. <coughs> there goes my lawn. Sacrificed. Sorry about the blurb, too. I'm blurring out the license plate there. And you're probably watching thinking like, oh, no, he's going to run over the solar light. He's going to run over the solar light. Oh, no, he got in. He got in. All right, cool. So he backs it into the driveway in the middle of the pouring rain. Uh, then he proceeds to come to my door and present me with, you know, the keys. And I had to show him my, you know, insurance and, uh, and my license and, uh, you know, things like that. And then uh, I went for a test drive, and I test drove the car in the pouring rain. I test drove the truck in the pouring rain and uh, loved it. It was a great test drive, actually. Test driving in the elements is great. Um, Didn't see any flaws or issues with that. And then uh, after he left and the sun came out, I was able to, you know, we'll go back to the pictures now. I was able to, you know, do a walk around and really get a, a good look at the car. Let's go down a couple of pictures here. <clears throat> oh, this is... So that's one of my solar lights, and that was blatantly me. That wasn't him. This is the one that's closest to my house. And the night I took the truck out to work, um, I ran it over. Oops. Oops. But uh, here's a front picture of the truck after the rain. Uh, beautiful, clean truck. It is a Z71 Chevy Colorado 2015 model. And uh, it's right there by my 2020 Kia Soul lease. And, oh, yeah, there was so much rain. Look at this thing. This is my chicken coop. This is my run of my chicken coop. That that <laughs> That's probably a solid half of a foot of rain in that thing that we had to dump out. 
which is crazy. Um, let me show you more of the outside of the car. Uh, really, really great. I didn't take any up-close pictures of the highlights. They uh, There were some scratches and some chips that they had highlighted on, uh, on the website to show me. Uh, but uh, you can't even tell that they're really there. For real. Looking at the car. It is solid. And then inside the car, it was like brand new. Like it just rolled off the dealer a lot and nobody had sat in this thing before. They cleaned it up. It is nice, immaculately kept. Uh, very, very nice back row with lots of space. Very clean carpets. Uh, nothing to complain about on that front. And then even popping the hood. Uh, that's one of the cleanest engine bays that I've seen in a used vehicle. And the only concern I really had uh, in it was this little bit right here. The battery, the battery terminal, and this is a common issue that, that happens uh, <clears throat> with cars. So much that Kia tells me all the time to clean it with a toothbrush, keep the battery terminals clean. Uh, but that is the, that's the pictures of the car, and, or of the truck, and I'm thoroughly impressed with it. I'm thoroughly impressed with it. Uh, with the Carvana service, they came early. They came very, very early that day. They were supposed to come at, at 3 o'clock to deliver, and they delivered at 1 o'clock. And I was done my test drive, um, you know, within the same time, within the same time frame, uh, all before 3 o'clock, and loved it. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to my double window here, and uh, you can check this out. This is a... Quick video of the interior. This is after I got in it, so it's a little bit dusty. Uh, and there's fingerprints on the thing, but it's fairly clean, uh, as you can tell. Fairly clean, looking good. Uh, let me see if I can pull up one of my other videos here. I don't know what's going to pop up now. This is the back with the child seat, and there's some rugs that I threw in from the uh, from the truck bed but uh plenty of space back there i can sit back there with my daughter pretty easily and so can my wife uh this is the popping of the trunk nice big trunk those bed rugs came with it as you can see it's scratched inside the bed and all that but the, you know this is a truck i'm not expecting it to be immaculate on the inside and here's a here's a pass through real quick just a little just a little go around. This was right after we got it, so it is nice and super clean. Not dusty and dirty from all the country roads that I've been driving. Uh, nice. Nice. Here it is in the rain. So, shortly after he delivered it. This was me doing my initial pass-through of it. So, very clean, thundery. Beautiful truck. Really do love this truck. And like I said, if I if I went up close, you wouldn't see where these scratches were unless I pointed them out to you. Just a beautiful truck all around. <clears throat> so that that leaves people saying, well, then how's the overall experience of it? Let me tell you, you go on that website, you set your parameters, you're not going to be hassled by a salesperson at all your process isn't going to be interrupted at all. 
You're not going to be hassled by a salesman. You're not going to be bombarded with text messages or pop-ups or anything. You have free reign to look at the cars that are available. You have the opportunity to set your parameters, exactly what your down payments are going to be, exactly what you want your monthly payments to be. Be able to add in your trade-ins. And then you just literally browse through these cars, which they have very detailed pictures of, and they don't hide anything from you. They point out every single flaw that they can find and put it out in the open for you. They deliver it to you. The delivery guy was very apologetic that he was delivering it in the rain, but I told him it is what it is. He handed me the keys for the test drive. He walked through the paperwork, gave me a big booklet at the end, drove off, and uh, and I've been driving the truck uh, ever since for, for this past week. And uh, the check, no, no check engine lights have popped up. Uh, no, no, no low tire pressure lights have popped up. No oil change lights have popped up. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, the tires have still very, very good amount of tread on them. Um, that engine is clean. It is very clean. Uh, uh, the only issue that I've discovered so far, uh, and really if my wife hadn't told me, I probably wouldn't have known is that, uh, seems like the brakes are a little squeaky, so the brake pads probably need to be, you know, changed out. Uh, but uh, I have a Carfax report of all the services that have been done to the car up till now. Uh, thorough detailed, whether it was oil changes, tire rotations, uh, anything, no accidents on this car, one previous owner, and <clears throat> 50,000 miles on it. So it's exactly what I expected. And I'm blown away by the service thus far that Carvana provided, uh, being informative but not being pushy. Uh, so, do I recommend it? Here's the caveat: I do recommend it on on this level initially. This isn't going to be the only review that I do of it. However, I'm going to revisit this in about six months. And why am I going to do it that way? Because between now, which is still the initial phase of me having purchased this truck, between now and six months, that's really when any ugliness can rear its head. And that's going to give me a better idea about how I feel overall. And then I want to revisit it a year from now just to close out the whole picture and tell you yes or no. But I can tell you initially right now, if you hate dealerships, if you hate high-pressure sales, if you hate <clears throat> uh, uh, not having an inventory of cars that you really actually want to look at, uh, having to settle for you know different colors or different packages for these cars, and you feel like you're walking in blind, and you feel like you have little to no power, and the dealership has it all, <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, Carvana might be the option for you. Now, you might also, like I said, this was all online for me. This was online and they delivered the car, no hidden fees, no costs whatsoever on that. You might have a Carvana vending machine near you. <clears throat> They're throughout the United States. They're big, giant buildings, and yes, they are vending machines. Same thing. There's a plethora of used cars there. You can go and check them out, test drive them, Decide whether or not you want to purchase them or not. And they're not going to be there p- 
pushing you around. You set your parameters, you find the car that you want, and you drive away happy. Hopefully. Hopefully you do. But that's been my experience. So hopefully that painted a, a picture of, of how I feel about Carvana and what it is and how it works. Uh, it's super easy. It is super easy to get on, apply for financing. You'll know whether you're, you're qualified or not. You'll know exactly <clears throat> what you're looking at. You can set exactly how much you want as a down payment. You can set exactly how much you want your monthly payment to be. And you will walk away with being able to see options that you want to see. You can get as specific in that search as you want or as broad as you want, as narrow or as broad as you want. And I guarantee you, you'll probably find something you like and you might walk away really, really happy. So far... It's only been a week, but so far, I'm walking away really, really happy. My wife and I really love that truck and intend to put it to put it to work while the uh, while the Kia gets to take a little bit of a rest and not get so many miles put on it. <laughs> so that it it's great. It's great. If if I had to tell you, man, check out Carvana if you're looking for a used car. You might want to hold off just a little bit longer for the prices to balance out, but until then, you're free to go on the site. You don't have to click buy. But check it out. And if anybody's out there thinking like, oh, I wonder if he's getting any kickback from Carvana or not, I'm not. It's just something that I decided to use. And because I didn't have any personal connections uh, that had util- that had used that before, I was really, really hesitant to take any step with this online dealership and having a car delivered to me. But so far, it's been a great experience. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Just in case you're in the same boat, you, you or maybe even need to sell a car. It's an option. It's an option for you to look at. So go check it out. Okay? But that's going to do it for me. I touched up on very little to no politics. Uh, and I got to talk about something that was really cool that I got to do. I, I, I think that's cool. I think that's cool. And if you were listening, you know, I hope I was descriptive enough. But really go to the YouTube channel for this one. I probably should have said it at the beginning. But whatever. So, guys, it's going to do it for me. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode that's probably going to be about politics. So get ready to be depressed. (laughs) Might even be an interview. I'm working on scheduling interviews and all that jazz. Remember, you can follow me at FritzQS, Facebook.com slash FritzCast. FritzCastPodcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out to me personally. And remember, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.